0: what's up everybody welcome to picture lock where we focus on film i'm kevin sampson and golly it's been a hot minute but i'm back with a different format to talk about the movies we love out this weekend creed 3 hits theaters does it punch as well as the two films that preceded it that's a question that i and my guest philippe patterson of taji mag are going to answer philippe what's good man how are you I'm doing pretty well, man. I appreciate you uh, coming on and, you know, just helping me to talk about Creed Three. For those that don't know you, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and how long you've been a critic?
1: Uh, I am a free, I'm a film critic and lead contributor to Taji Magazine. Um, I've been reviewing films and critiquing films since about 2019. Um, I just love film. Um, one of the things that made me fall in love with the films are uh, the movies Her and eternal sunshine, the spotless mind, and also she's got to have it. So I want to have, I like films that make you feel something, and with film, it always takes you away for a couple of hours, no matter what stressors, what, or not, or no matter what situation that you're in, um, films help you escape, and they tap into you emotionally and give you some type of uh, connection to it. So um, that's the reason why I love film. That's the reason why I've been reviewing films as well, to make sure that, one, um, people are not wasting the time. And two, giving exposure to films that she may not watch normally. I mean, we get commercials about films that are big blockbuster hits, but there's films out there that are really, really good that are in the film festival circuit that you may not particularly be introduced to, but I wouldn't be able to be that gateway to introduce you to it. So um, that's pretty much it. I mean, I just love film.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it, man. Spoken like a real critic at heart. Um, I-, I love talking about like what What your favorite films are because i feel like it always tells um a lot about a person but like she's got to have it plus eternal sunshine like that lets me know that you like an art house film and then you like a a film that's for the people so (laughs) So that's really cool, man. All right. So listen, Creed three is out this weekend after dominating the boxing world. Adonis Creed played by Michael B. Jordan has been thriving in both his career and family life when childhood friend and former boxing prodigy Damien. Played by Jonathan Majors, resurfaces after serving a long pr- sentence in prison. He is eager to prove that he deserves his shot in the ring. The face off between former friends is more than just a fight. To settle the score, Adonis must put his future on the line to battle Damien a fighter who has nothing to lose. Now, uh, Philippe and I have both had the pleasure of seeing the film, so this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about it spoiler-free, and then we're gonna give you a warning, and we're gonna just get into the spoilers. Um, but let's go ahead and jump in, Philippe, man. Um, what was your um, initial reaction to Creed Three?
1: Well, to me, it just was impressive as a sequel. Um, it could actually be standalone. I mean, if you go into the, the the film without seeing the first one, you're not really missing anything. They do a good job of making it um, a, a good film, or not just a spinoff, uh, especially, um, I'll, I'll put it this way, it's, it serves as a origin um, for Adonis Creed. And it also just gives, it sheds light on what the world of Rocky is about. That's why I felt. I came away with it. It's just, it's a origin film with the elements of Rocky with fingerprints from Mr. Ryan Coogler in it as well.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man, I'm, I'm with you on that. You know, um, in my review, one of the things that I was saying is that, um, you know, and, and the Bible, uh, YAH speaks to Elijah, not in the earthquake or the fire, but in a whisper. And I felt like, this is what this movie is. It's not about the the match. It's th- like that action and fighting, like that part is great. Um, that's what we'd expect from you know a Creed film, um, and it's not about that. The message is really in the quiet moments, and and that's the thing that goes going back to Rocky. Rocky was always a drama with. Boxing as kind of the backdrop, that engine, um, and th- and that has taken place with Creed as well. I like how you said that this uh, film is is kind of Adonis's. It gives a little more of his backstory because when he did come on the scene, it was like we we already caught him and he was like you know hot. He was ready to fight anything. He's going uh you know Uncle Rocky to you know get some some tutelage in in the first film. Um, but here we really get to I think one of the thing they talk about is how he punches hard. And here we get to figure out why that is. And I, I really enjoyed how they they really pieced that together.
1: Uh, me, me as well. Um, this movie just has so many underlying ele- elements that I think would benefit everyone. Um, and I think I was at the press conference yesterday, uh, virtually, of course, and they talked about how. Yes, it's a boxing film, but it's more about the mental aspect and the trauma that each of individual um, experienced and how they dealt with it. So yeah, I mean, this is great storytelling. I mean, to me, I know like it's produced produced by Ryan Coogler, um, but in my review, I talked about how it's, it's kind of like, Ryan Coogler has laid the blueprint for developing characters. Mm-hmm. If you remember with Black Panther, how they made uh, Killmonger so compelling, they had to rewrite um Black Panther's part. So I think with this film, you can see like he has a knack for developing characters because you know with with Damon, you really can't you you want to root against him and he makes you hate him, but also he he's compelling. You know why he's doing it. You kind of want to like give him a hug in a sense. And they said that in the press <laughs> like you know Teresa has <clears throat> said that like yeah I, I, you know I don't like him <laughs> I hate him but you understand you sympathize with him and it, he kind of reflects. Well, he kind of embodies what some, you know, black men, men are going through now, like when they get trapped in the system. Um, it's their product, of their environment. And so I just think I just give kudos to the writers, you know, Zach Malin and, and Keenan Kugler for just making these compelling characters and making a story outside of just the world of boxing and really getting to see how, what their family life is like and what their mind, you know, what their mental state is you know, at different stages of the uh, throughout the course of the film. Um, so that's what I really pay attention
0: to. Yeah, most definitely, man. And um, so uh, you talked a little bit about the writing. I want to talk about the acting. Uh, Jonathan Majors is a force to be reckoned with. Now, I have enjoyed him since uh, The Last Black Man in San Francisco. When I saw that uh, end... The ending, uh, one man, you know, play that he put on in the at the end of that film. I was just like, wow, this is going to be a dude to watch, and obviously he's kind of on fire right now, you know, being an Ant Man, um, Kang performance, now Creed three, but what I really, really loved about his performance in this is his physicality, right? Um, one of the things that really can can kind of separate is the fact that he his he, he reminded me of Mike Tyson and you were at the at the um, press conference. I'm not sure if he talked about this, but it looks like he studied a bunch of Mike Tyson Film, uh, film. And I'm talking about in the ring and, and outside the ring and just kind of how he carried himself. But then he brought like that Oakland vibe to it that, you know, is in all of Kugler's movies and, and, and all that good stuff. Um, and he created his own character, where to me, a part of the reason that is so compelling, a part of the reason, because you always have to have a really good villain, right? It, you got to have somebody that it looks like, all right, Adonis, Rocky, you know, is going to get toe up (laughs) and you get that with him. Obviously he's cut up from the flow up, you know, right now, um, he's probably in the best shape of his life, but I just felt as though the physicality, um, that, he embodied is not, it's not just about his body being in shape, but his mind also being jacked up after being in prison for, I think it's about 18 years, and uh, any of the things that like he had dealt with prior to prison, you see that physically manifest in the way that he moves. Even though there is a certain amount of swag, because he has nothing to lose, there is also a certain amount of baggage that I think he carries physically with him and you hear it in his speech and you see it in the way that he looks around in the world. And you see even over the course of the film, like that kind of changes. So, I mean, I I definitely think that um, in terms of, and I'll, I'll definitely hand it over to you, but you know, Tessa Thompson and Michael B. Jordan, I love their chemistry in this film. They feel like a real couple lived in, um like they've been doing this for years like they have a daughter um who uses sign language and they have as a family really adapted to it so that part felt real but i definitely felt like um you know (laughs) it's all about majors kind of in this film in terms of the acting that i was just like blown away by but what are your thoughts
1: i mean no doubt like john the majors dominated um And as you, I I did watch uh, uh, Last Black Man in San Francisco and said this guy's gonna be a star, which is actually why I got to interview him twice early on. So I'm like, before you blow up, (laughs) let me get my two interviews in. I got to interview him twice for uh, Lovecraft Country. But um, you can definitely tell that he was definitely a, a, he had this bravado, this brute force about him. And I actually talked about in the press conference how he was inspired by not only, um, he watched a lot of Jonathan B. Jordan's film, Adonis's film. To get ready, but he was inspired by his stepfather, who had served 15 years in prison uh, before mm-hmm. he became mom. Um, and so he watched him grind and mature and grow, um, and just have that hunger and passion inside him, but still carry some of that prison life with him. <clears throat> so I, he said that that was a very good inspiration. He actually said that he actually tried out for the Cowboys, and almost it was a, almost a walk-on. He had gotten to the second round, but got cut. um there was also a, um, <clears throat> a gentleman that they knew that he was introduced to. Uh, through the Googlers, uh who had served and he said he had watched the way he stood he had watched the way he walked and just he it was like an amalgamation of characters that or people that he knew um, that made him create this character and you definitely could feel it like he you know from the time he's he's introduced on the page after he gets out of prison you can tell like hey this guy's about something he, he's legit and you know and it wasn't corny as you as you've seen in movies where it's just like oh he's trying to be hard it was you know he has some passion he has his drive and he was quiet a lot of times, you know what I mean, and just like he had his focus, he was laser focused. So I wasn't I wasn't surprised by his performance because, as you know and I know, he's always going to perform no matter what. Um, I won't mention no movies, but he, he takes over. Um, <laughs> Any movie, he's, he's
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, all right. So before we get into the spoiler territory, one thing, this is um Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut. Um, I will let you go first, man. What did you think about uh Michael B. Jordan and just stepping into that role?
1: I would say he did he did a good job. I was actually surprised. Um, especially with the moments of action, it, it made me be a part of that world, it made me feel like I was in that the sound design and the direction made me feel as if I was part of the fight. Um, there's there's moments where the boxer sees an opening and the camera pans to it, and it's not like in a cheesy, corny way. It's like, a, hey, he sees an opening, he's gonna go for it. And you know, there's there's scenes where <clears throat> there's wide pan shots um, where it doesn't feel like it's random. It feels like it, it says if it it's the tone. Um, I won't I won't talk about any spoilers. I'll wait. But yeah. There, there's moments where he does take advantage of the camera in the moment um, that I was really impressed with. And I, and I was like, that's kind of cool. And especially uh, when the third act comes around and it gets to where him and Jonathan Majors are fighting, but I really, really saw that he has a, a very good eye as a director. And I look forward to seeing some more of his work.
0: Yeah, man, I'd agree with you. I, I definitely felt as though... Um Here is a a debut of someone who's been waiting for a while, but somebody that has also been in front of the camera for a while as well. When when the film first started, just in terms of the way that it was shot, I I automatically kind of thought about Raging Bull. Right, and and *Raging Bull* being one of those films where uh, Marty Scorsese—I don't know him like that, so Mister Scorsese—he <laughs> uh, he really kind of get showed boxing in in a different way, and and there was this lyrical, beautiful dance with the the camera, and here I feel as though uh, Jordan really understood that the camera is going to tell this story, right? where we're looking, what we're looking at, and then also the the editing, right? And so I think that as as you stated, I think a lot of the boxing choreography, I was I I, it didn't feel like a a novice. It didn't feel like a first timer. Um it felt like somebody that really had control of it. And um you know just the rest of the film it it was beautifully shot. It was well done. Um so I definitely feel like it was it was one of those things where it's like all right, let's see what else you can do. What what other kind of stories you can tell but I'm with you on that man um especially in those boxing scenes that was really where um y- you as the viewer felt like you were in it and I think sometimes like that is that's the beauty of a Rocky movie of a Creed film um is that you you feel as though this must be what it's like to box I don't know what it's like to box I haven't boxed before um but you felt like you were in there with their mental state so that was really dope
1: yeah, one of my fears was watching a boxing film like this magnitude and him being a first time director is the shaky camp. You know, you know what I mean? How <laughs> it's like shaky. You're just like, what? What am I looking at? Right. I'm um, trying to give us the effect of us being there, but that's not. That's not helping us. Um, but like as you said, like it's it's well shot.
0: Yeah, most definitely. All right, so um ladies and gentlemen, uh right now we we got to talk a little bit about spoilers, but really I don't think like I mean this this is a creed movie. It's based off of kind of the rocky lore. So you know what's going to happen, right? Um, but the question is, how are we gonna get there? So, right now, if you have not seen Creed 3, this is the time to separate yourself, push pause, make sure you come back, watch the rest of this YouTube video, uh, push pause, you know, wait to finish the podcast, but definitely come back. Now we are talking spoilers. All right. <laughs> so, you know, overall, like I gotta, I gotta confess, this movie, I think, It's just where I am in life. Um, It spoke to me in the same way that Black Panther did. Like, I was crying in this movie. And I think that there was something about the fact that this was made really by Black men, um, and I feel like it was also for Black men. Now, it's universal in its nature. Anyone can relate to this story. But the story of overcoming um, past trauma, past hurts, and actually talking about it right like for me therapy is something that I just got into in the past couple of years and it's it's like everyone says once you start it you wish you'd started it earlier right and so I felt like this movie really addressed talking about past hurt um, getting it out there and that it's okay to do it now the the beauty of that is that this is a a Warrior film, if you will. It's man versus man. Right. Um, and Adonis and Damon both have, you know, something that they're bringing to the table in terms of past hurt. And they, they actually um, both know each other's struggle. And so um, that the both of those things kind of meeting, um, it, it really just touched me. Uh, I think also his daughter, I, I have a daughter that's, you know, 10, son that's eight. And it, she looked like she could probably be more like seven or eight. Um, but just that interaction, you know, the family bonding, um, but then also the struggle of like how do you how are you a parent at school and how do you show up and you do have some of this rage inside but that's not the best way to handle this situation right making smart decisions um i think that that was something that really really spoke to me and i know like we're kind of moving into the film but for me this this movie like i was like yo it touched me on a different level. And, and I, I look forward to like maybe a few months from now, maybe when the Blu-ray comes out watching it, see if it the same thing. But for me, at least, I really, really enjoyed this movie. Philippe, what about you?
1: I mean, I completely agree. That's the first thing that came to my mind after I finished watching it. I'm like, this is like a this, this is a movie about male trauma and dealing with it and coming to face with it because you know, we don't like going to therapy. Uh, me, myself, I've had therapy uh, for several years. Me. It, it for the past 10 years and, and so i wanted to break you know i wanted to break some type of um some generational curses in, in my in a sense. nothing bad it's just being able to open up and i think um this film really explores that and it, it does go it does touch on parenting not only adonis's uh relationship with his daughter but also his relationship with his mother and that to me was like a big thing as well like you know parents aren't perfect they try their <laughs> best to um yeah use of, you know for the best but sometimes it's, it's kind of messed up but um one of the things i i had learned um therapy and just life is like your parents aren't perfect you know they they, they were born babies they they didn't come with a blueprint so they're doing the best they can and, and you have to forgive them for any type of issues or mistakes they make because you're going to make mistakes and so to see that in this film was also phenomenal so it just opened up a whole new to me i i, I concentrated in my in my review about character death, you know, in, in this in this film of, of black characters. And it's just, there's no really evil, like straight out evil people in this film. These are just real people having real issues dealing with them in the best way they know how. And um, I just think that it was a, a good film to share with your family outside of some of the, uh, the brutal <laughs> punches and, and everything else. Because I mean, we really got to see Adonis go through growth um, throughout this film even though it's like what two hours long you saw some growth with him throughout this film and a reflection as well because when you see his daughter you know punch somebody out he has to think about his actions going forward and understand why he's so angry about, about everything and then trying to convey that to uh Damien and Damien has to embrace it he's just always just fighting everything so it just I agree with you it's a it's a movie about black men you know and, and men and addressing their their issues and and therapy and male trauma and masculinity and that's it, it connected with me as well i think we've talked to, talked about this about how some films don't make it because they don't connect with a certain demographic but right. film if you really pay attention to it it can connect with you because these are not only just you know black men these these are men these are these are fathers these are brothers these are you know <clears throat> sons and it just really touched me in that and then, don't get me started on the little girl. <laughs> like, she just broke my heart. <laughs> she was so adorable, man. I was like, oh man,
0: yeah. She she was she was man, and <laughs> and I love the fact that you brought up the part with um, just in terms of um, our parents and how we have to we have to learn to. Um, Forgive anything, well, not any and everything, right? Because there's nuance there. There's some parents that, you know, they they've done some atrocious things to their kids. Yeah. Um, but if you were lucky to have, even even great parents, like there was still some kind of shortcoming that they had. Mm -hmm. um and you have to be able to as you said understand that hey they came into the world just like you did as a baby nobody has like a parenting you know this is the proper way to do it and everything will work out right Um, and not only that like sometimes they're dealing with their trauma um, and 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 in this film, um, you know, Adonis's mom Felicia Rashad, she had had to deal with, um, you know, Apollo and what Apollo, you know, did to her and all that kind of stuff, and so um, also making the best decisions at the time for for Adonis and um, uh, his relationship with Damon. So. Um, yeah man i i thought that that was handled well and I think one of the things that you you had said as well is just character depth again it goes back to the writing um, when you are able to write characters in, in a great way it's a, it's universal right the story is like anybody you could plug anybody into it right any actor into it and it's gonna work um and, and so, but at the same time, I just felt like there was definitely something there in terms of the way that um, you know, like Tessa Thompson would talk to Adonis, right? Like it, it's of our culture, if, if you yeah. will. Um, and, and and that that beauty of their relationship, right, where where she was able to kind of bring the best out of him. And I think even within their relationship, right, like Adonis has obviously been um, the star in front of the world. But for her dealing with her hearing loss, and you know um, what? It, at, at some point, which is interesting, because Damon really kind of comes in, and he's he's kind of yeah. like like the serpent in the garden, and he's like, yeah. yeah so how did you really feel about writing <laughs> for other people and them singing your songs? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's he's pitching these questions that are true, and I think sometimes what we do is we feel that right. It sucks. I I wanted to sing this song. But then you got to move forward and you don't want to dwell on it. But then when you do have to think about it again, that can make you move in a certain way. And I think that um, that was what was great about this film in terms of um, having Adonis kind of have to face his past. And why does he punch so hard? And it was beautifully executed in um, that final fight. Right. And the way that because we're in spoiler territory. So the way that, you know, they used um the pillow from when they were in the the boys the group home the way that they used the the jail cell it it was just it it was well done in and, and as you kept saying like it wasn't cheesy like we knew it was green screen but it the messaging was it trumped any any portion that you had to put aside, you know, your belief of this is what's actually happening, but it trumped it because the story was really, um, it 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 was moving.
1: I because mean, it was going on, what was going on in their minds, and I can imagine, you know, fighting for fighting against your friend for years, you know, that you had uh, experience with, and trying to not only focus on your, you know, him as an opponent, but you know, your past, and that's what they were both seeing. It was kind of cool; they were switching back and forth, seeing each other as little boys, and. You know, that's something I thought was kind of cool. And as you said, like the, the pillow and, and the jail cell, and I was just like, this is not cheese to me because this is what's on their mind. This is going on right now, real time. And the fact that they were shot as if the, with a crowd, you know, from deleted from the screen made me really appreciate that because they have to really focus on, key on um, this, their opponent, their brother, and it's it's, it's hard. And you see... um. Not only just the way they were shot, but the acting as well. Their body language changed throughout the film. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you remember this, where they were, you know, they were tied up, and it's like they they were hugging each other. Like, I don't want to do this to you. I forgive you, and this says so much. And they're such great actors. You you can see it in their body language mm. you know, that, that they were really saying, like, I don't want to do this. I'm sorry. And I don't know if this, I think it was intended to, to display that because they were holding for a long time. And the way they were positioned was just like, I love you. I don't want to do this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, and it, you see this in the trailer, but, um, you know, uh, when Tessa's character says, you know, well, then you... He, he, well, I guess Adonis was like, you know, he's not gonna stop. And then she's like, well, you make him stop. And that was the thing. It's like you—he's the type of dude that you have to make him stop. And not only that, like you can't do that like legally, right? Yeah, yeah. If you get a cease and desist order, that don't matter to him, don't know, yeah. right? He—you yeah. have to stop him in the ring. You gotta—you yeah. got to earn his respect. And that's one thing that I love. Uh, you know, after all was said and done, the conversation that they had afterwards where you're just able to sit next to each other and um, and, and you could tell that hey like alright bygones are bygones we still gonna be cool uh, I'll see you at the barbecue mm-hmm. but it wasn't on you dude and it, and it wasn't on me and yeah. and uh, let's just move forward let's let go letting go of all that trauma so so that was really dope I, I really enjoyed that but you
1: know what I'm afraid of Kevin I'm afraid that some critics might look at that and be like well, that was like a cheesy way of ending it or uh, anticlimactic way of ending it but to me I'm just like well I think like as you mentioned before when you have a connection to something like that like that's what really happens Like you fight you know we fight we have disagreement and then we're cool because we got it out we got it out there right 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 I mean, when after I started the movie and I was like somebody's gonna say something about the ending and say that it was incomplete or non-factual and I'm just gonna, just gonna make me it's gonna blow my blood <laughs> that's right, why I right. reviews it because I'm like there's going to be a lot of people who aren't going to be able to connect with this film, but many will be able to.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, and I think, so, There, there's a moment where, smartly, the camera is um, placed where you have the tunnel out and then you have the locker room. And on one side, Michael B. Jordan is on that side. And then... Uh, um, Jonathan Majors is on the other. And that 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 was at one point during the film. But here it's like they both sit next to each other. Now I, I need to watch it again, but I'm pretty sure that there's a dividing line of yeah. where they were sitting, right? But then uh-huh. by the time it ended, you know, they've kind of crossed those lines. So that's kind of the art behind the filmmaking. Yeah. But yeah. It, it, it just goes into like, all right. You know, at one point, just like you and I are right now, like we're, we're separated by this divided line. And then like now they that they've they've had it out, they've hashed it out that was, we we said all we needed to say in the ring. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm tough. You're tough. I got some I got a bone to pick with you. Um, but now that that's over, like, let's really just talk. And I think that um, that, that it was it, I think it was well done. That was my Ooh. opinion, though. <laughs>
1: I want to bring up forgiveness. I mean, just think about how much he forgave Apollo. I mean, when you look at his his house has a room with a big pang of you know Donna's Creed in it. and so and then, you know there it was Welsh, I know he did this on purpose. There's multiple shots where you see him standing in front of Apollo Creed and then you see Damien standing in front instead of the same picture. And so it's just like, man, these are just this is basically saying like they're staying on the, the shoulders of this black man and also. Creed has, a, you know, Adonis Creed has forgiven um, Apollo Creed. And so there were just so many like Easter eggs that I was just like, this was a passion project. This wasn't just like a regular movie. All <laughs> I'm seeing, I'm, like, I'm picking this out and that out. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And that's kind of the fun of it, uh, for sure. Uh, but but what, I, what I'm what i grateful for is with each <laughs> film in, in the Creed franchise, like, it's, it's not... I feel as though it's there. There hasn't been anything throwaway like Rocky Five, right? Like Rocky Five is like, <laughs> what was going on there? Like, it was, I don't know. That was a money grab, you know what I mean? Like, we weren't critics back then, but like that, that you know, every every is is pushing the character forward, pushing the lore forward, um, and who knows? Maybe we we're we're about to get. Um, uh, I I don't know. What do you think? But I think you know the daughter. We might eventually see her and a- a- in doing a film and kind of um like a, a Leila Le- Le Ali. So you know uh, we'll see.
1: You said I mentioned it in my in my article. I mean my review about how I would love to see um the franchise go into or just like a little standalone with her being a boxer because that would be a, a great project to develop. You know her being um hearing impaired and her you know growing into a woman as well, well yeah, learning how to fight I mean there's so much so much you can use out of that story you know what I mean but it has to be the right person to do so and let me give a shout out to them creating this um world where ASL hearing impaired is just organically a part of this environment it's nothing forced. it's everything's what they pay attention to every detail. I mean, I even saw where they, you know, where, where the doorbell rings and the lights were flashed. I'm like, they made everything, like, you know, real life. It wasn't for or, you know, camp or anything like that. It was, everything was just easy to watch. So let's let's give it up for that. Because, I mean, that's, that's to me, that's, that's a big thing. When you represent um, a small community and you do it well, you pay attention to every single detail. But it's not just like they're just thrown in there. Yeah, we
0: love films. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that that was something where and what I love about uh great directors, great writing is when they expect us to catch up instead of like feeding it to us. And so little things like that right there, which you talked about when the doorbell rang and the lights flash, like these are things that it's like, oh, if you're not paying attention, like you might be like, what was that? Like, uh, you know, but but they didn't, exp- they didn't really explain that to us. We just understand that, hey, that is a part of this family and the, their environment. All right. Um uh let's go ahead and wrap things up. I definitely would say go see this. Um, for me personally, and again, this one film kind of gets subjective. I gave it an A. Um, I, I really enjoyed it, and but it spoke to me in, in such a way where like this is just hands down. Um, it, you you gotta go check it out. Um, and and what about you? What what did you think? Yeah, I,
1: like in my article, I said hey it's highly recommended Recommendable as a rewatch is that's actually a film that you could uh, you mentioned before like bring home to the family and watch together. You know, when you're sitting um on a Sunday or Saturday afternoon, there's nothing to watch. Just sit there and watch it. Because I mean, even though like I said, the fight scenes were were kind of brutal, um, <laughs> then, and the stories it, it is still important there. And I think um for it to be a, a big box office movie, it does a good job of representing uh, a black family and also normalizing vulnerability. So that's, I mean, that's, I just love this film.
0: Philippe Patterson from Taji Mag. Brother, if you could, how can people follow you, find your work online?
1: Um, Well, you can find my work on tajimag.com or if you go to Instagram, you can look up Taji Mag magazine and you'll find me sometimes on there. Um, My Instagram handle is f dapper D-A-P-P-E-R, DR, you can find me on there, so FDAP or doctor. Um, I'll also write sometimes for a little uh, platform called the Water Cooler HQ. So if you look at Water Cooler HQ, you'll find some of my work there. Uh, but most of the time, I'm on Instagram on um, FDAP or doctor. You can check me out there and give me a shout out if you want. And if you disagree with my films, everything's
0: subjective. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. Well, I appreciate you uh, coming on the show to talk to me today. Man, this has been fun. <laughs> All right, everybody, uh, Picture Lock Show, we're back at it. Everything on social media is at Picture Lock Show. Make sure that you check out uh, the film reviews and written format at PictureLockShow.com. Um, looking forward to the next review. Make sure you go see uh, Creed Three. I-, I definitely think you're going to enjoy it. All right, until next time, peace.